This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, as Rusty said, if we get further information on what has taken place at the Harding High School with the stabbing, we will go to that right away. We spent... Uh, close to 40 minutes on it last hour. But, again, breaking news, if necessary, we'll get to it. And, obviously, CBS News is continuing to cover the fact that the Pentagon and the White House announcing about at the same time the Harding High School story broke that the Pentagon has uh, downed another high-altitude object, this time over Alaska, at about uh, 40,000 feet. So all that information uh, is still unfolding in front of us, and we will get to that when – more information is there, but we're going to go back to previously scheduled programming. And by the way, there's a football game that people are going to pay pretty close attention to on Sunday. We call it the Super Bowl. And our uh, football guru, Matthew Collar, is with us. Let me get to uh, one purple item, and then I want to get into the game itself. Brian Flores is a recognizable name because of his work with the Dolphins, because of his litigation against the Dolphins, that he was treated differently as a uh, as a black man and what happened in the hiring of the Giants of uh, Brian Dable and what Bill Belichick said he also was with Belichick for a long time very successfully as their defensive coordinator he is well respected and it appears to be a hire that a lot of people like the problem I still have with this Matthew is he still has the same players and I think he's an upgrade compared to Ed Donatel, and his background tells us he's going to coach a different style, 4-3, much more aggressive than Donatel, 3-4, sit back, see if a team will make a mistake. But he can only do so much, right, unless they really change the players, in my view. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, when Pat Shermer said, it's the players, not the plays, Uh, I was like, that's going to stay with me forever because I think that that's totally, totally true. I think that um, you can mess up the players like Ed Donatel did last year by never using Harrison Smith in the box or by making Eric Hendricks, who's a great man coverage linebacker, into a pure zone coverage linebacker. Like You can make them worse, um, but a lot of times it does come down to just your personnel. And I think that the Brian Flores hire actually works on that level too, though, because one of the things that's in his background that's really unique for someone who has been a head coach and who is now a defensive coordinator is that he actually began in scouting, um, that his player evaluation ability is probably beyond what most coaches are, um, you know, because most coaches kind of either play the game and come up through the ranks or 
start as a graduate assistant or something like that, but he actually began after playing at Boston College in Bill Belichick's scouting department and then also interestingly coached a lot of different elements of the game I mean he was a special teams assistant he was a linebackers coach he was a safeties coach like he's had a lot of really um, unique experience there but I, I think it's just a fact of the matter that if you try to run the same group out especially when you look at next year's schedule which has Mahomes Burrow the 49ers the Eagles it's going to be one of the toughest opposing quarterback schedules in the league like that's not going to work no matter how much different it is no matter how much more they blitz or anything like that so uh, I think that his evaluations of what they have and what they need are pretty important here and also what's his opinion and this is when he talks to the media going to be one of the top things that we ask next week is like does he think that they're close and that it was Donatello's fault which you know will maybe phrase a little more uh, cautiously, but, or, or does he think that, you know, this is going to be a project that, you know, takes a couple of years because I think it's going to be a project that takes a couple of years, but do they think that Brian Flores is going to be the man to turn it all around quickly? All right, let's switch to the, uh, the Super Bowl itself. And I want to talk about the Eagles and how I think, it's hard to judge them at all for the playoffs for the obvious reason on the Giants weren't that good. They played well, and they beat an okay Vikings team. And then they got totally outclassed by the Eagles, and then we were looking forward to a good San Francisco-Philadelphia game, and I think you were the next quarterback. You know, I, I would have rather watched you than just handing the ball off, handing the ball off, handing the ball off. Now, I don't want to diminish what the Eagles did – when for the regular season, they appeared to be the best team in the NFC and maybe the best team in the league. So do you downgrade them in any way off two layups? I just don't remember another team making the Super Bowl when they played against two teams and the games were basically over about when they started. Yeah, I mean, I do think that them – absolutely smashing the Giants matters um, that, you know, we saw this from the Vikings losing to the Giants, playing a close game with the Giants, that that team was not a joke. Um, they were not great, but they were certainly not a joke, had a lot of talented players and the Eagles just dismantled them. I think that this applies to a lot of sports basketball as well. Like if you are destroying the bad teams, that tells us something. It doesn't tell us everything, but it does tell us something about your overall strength. And I agree with you that I was looking forward to that 49ers Eagles game all week. And then by the first 49ers drive, it was basically (laughs) over like, Oh man. Um, And and I would have loved to have seen that matchup. I think either way we would have been talking about a really good contender in the Super Bowl. though. The thing about the Eagles is if Jalen hurts didn't get banged up at the end of the season, they might've won 16 games. Like I I think that, From top from top to bottom, uh, you know they are so strong from their roster. The trenches they might have the best offensive and defensive line combination in the league. They have one of the best receiver combinations in the league. They have good running backs. Jalen Hurts has played exceptionally well and was in the MVP conversation this year. I think it's it's very hard to say. Well, you know because they kind of lucked out with that San Francisco game that they're not that strong because when you look at the group of players that they're running out there, and so many of them are proven stars in the league, it's hard, it's hard to say that they're fraudulent. It's just that somebody playing in the NFC is not the same as somebody playing in the AFC this year. I mean, yeah, I think right. that Kansas, Kansas City as a complete roster 
is probably getting underrated here because of Mahomes. And I know that's your that's your favorite thing is underrated, overrated. Well, this is <laughs> this is an underrated yeah. complete group. I, I mean, I think they have a very good defense that bailed them out in the Jacksonville game when Mahomes got hurt, uh, and that played exceptionally well against Joe Burrow. Sacked him a bunch of times, pressured him a bunch of times. So I don't think that this will be any easy task. But I think that. You know, at the end of the day, we we can't really downplay how good the Eagles really are. So let's switch to Mahomes here. He gets hurt against uh, Jacksonville. He plays against Cincinnati. It's uh, the wild finish, the debate on the the personal foul, which I, to me, I think they had no choice myself. Um, And it's almost like we're not talking about his high ankle sprain anymore whereas if this was a normal situation a high ankle sprain guys would miss three to four weeks should this be an afterthought or are we going to be watching this game on sunday at some point and go oh that's right patrick mahomes still cannot play like patrick mahomes yeah i think it does matter against the team that he's going up against it can't be said enough that the eagles had 70 sacks this year which is just i think yes, that's I was, double what the minnesota Vikings had i mean it's just preposterous. Like, they have the best defensive line. They had a good defensive line, and then they said, how about Linval Joseph and Indomitian Sue come play for us yep. in a part-time role? I mean, that is a bunch of monsters up there. And that's that's going to be the biggest challenge because you remember uh, how did Tampa Bay, outside of having Tom Brady beat Kansas City, it was by pressuring Mahomes. And anybody who gets pressured more than 50% of the time in a game is probably going to lose. So it comes down to – getting the ball out of his hands quickly. And the reason that I, you know, I still think Mahomes can be great is because he's also one of the best quick games quarterbacks in the entire NFL too. I mean, that's why it's like trying to find a weakness in Michael Jordan's game, right? Where it's like, there's, there's nothing that this guy doesn't do as well or better than anyone else. But I do think that the scrambling ability has to be a factor that play where there was the personal foul at the end was the only time that he cleared like 14 miles an hour running, which is very slow. That's like Kirk Cousins speed. So the only time that he got up to more speed than that was when, when the game was absolutely on the line. So you could tell that it was hurting him and that it was affecting him, but that's where the two week break comes in that now we're talking about like, he should be in good enough shape uh, to be able to escape. And the Eagles, even though they have a complete defense, the middle of their defense, the linebackers, the safeties, the secondary are probably not among the absolute best in the league. And if Mahomes can pick them apart, then he can have a big day against them. Last thing, real quick. Uh, Mahomes wins MVP. Jefferson wins Offensive Player of the Year. I'm still a little perplexed because I don't think Mahomes plays on defense. If Mahomes wins MVP so easy as he did, Shouldn't he also be the Offensive Player of the Year? <laughs> yes. So uh, recently, the Offensive Player of the Year has been a way to give the award to someone who's not a quarterback. And I actually yeah. completely agree with this because Cooper Cup got it last year. Cooper Cup was not the most valuable player in the league, will always and forever be a quarterback. There's just no debate about that. And even Justin Jefferson himself has said, like, it's pretty tough to make an argument that anyone could be more valuable walking the planet playing football than Patrick Mahomes. But I like it. I mean, if you're going to say, like, I think it was Derrick Henry a couple of years ago, hey, this guy ran for 2,000 yards, or this receiver, you know, led, you know, led the NFL in receiving and was his entire offense for his team. Like, he deserves an award. I am totally cool with that. Yes, by your logic, you are 100% correct. It couldn't possibly be 
someone different if it's an offensive player. But if they want to make that separation in the future to give it to someone other than the QB, totally good with that. And Justin Jefferson was deserving. Thank you, sir. Great stuff as always. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks, man. Matthew Collar. Let me get uh, just a little more information for you on what the Pentagon did in shooting down another high-altitude object, this time over Alaska. Brigadier General Pat Ryder is uh, briefing reporters and saying that they believe that this constituted a reasonable threat to aircraft in the area, but he's saying right now we do not know the country. Uh, We don't know the origin. We don't know where this came from. So I can't fault anybody for wondering if this is China again, but right now our top military is saying we don't know the origin at this place. So what a busy afternoon. Bob Hagen is going to join us next segment. We're going to remind you about the great story of my father and Prince at the Super Bowl in Miami, where Prince performed the greatest halftime show ever. So Hagen, in a matter of moments. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. This is how uh, Prince performed at his couple days before press conference. Instead of answering questions from the press when Prince would appear in the famous Super Bowl stadiums technically in uh, Fort Lauderdale. We think of it in Miami, the uh, Colts victory over the Bears. And Prince, instead of asking questions, which he didn't like to do, he performed, which is what pretty much all the halftime acts should do. Now, what led up to that is why we're bringing on my friend Bob Hagen, who's joined us just like Matthew Collar did in the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Let me point out again. Bob Hagen, as someone who has been around the Minnesota media scene since my father started dragging me around when I was four or five years old, it's very simple. Bob Hagen is the best media relations guy this town has ever had. It's as simple as that. He, his loyalty was never questioned with the Vikings. 
But his commitment to the press, to providing the information, to treating people fairly, to treating people uh, ethically, while still wanting the Vikings to win every single game, no one did it better than Bob. Bob is about to leave the Vikings organization after 32 years, and I'm not just saying this, but anybody who's been around this town has immense respect for Bob Hagen as a human being and the brilliant work that he performed with the Vikings for the last three decades. I will also add this, and I'll be biased because Bob's been a friend of mine for 30 years. There's a certain individual who we both love who is no longer with us. That would be my father. And I will say this with all sincerity also. Over the last 10 years of my father's life, the person he was closest to is me. The person my father was second closest to on planet Earth is Bob Hagen. Bob Hagen was amazing to my father. My father loved Bob Hagen. And if you know Bob, you would love him too. So I always appreciate when Bob comes on. So this is Prince, Super Bowl, Colts, Bears, and my father. This is his last flight, by the way. The last time he ever flew, by the way, down to this bowl. This is when he had uh, the place in Fort Lauderdale. And he's relying on you. Even though you have 5,000 other assignments, he wants to get his press stuff from you at this Super Bowl. Take it from there about what happens with you, my father, and Prince. Well, thanks for having me on, Chad. Um, Always an honor to be on with you and talk about the special person your father was. But when you said said 5,000, that uh, reminded me that um, for this Super Bowl, there was there was five thousand credentialed media, and four thousand nine hundred and ninety nine of them had to go pick them up in person. Could not have another person pick them up for them. All but one passed, and that would be your father, yes. uh, Sid Hartman, where the league gave special permission. And I think it wasn't just because it was me or it was because it was him and they didn't want to deal with him. Joe Brown at the league just said, give the pass to Bob Hagen. He'll get it to him. So uh, on this day, uh, Sid, uh, I got the pass. And Sid called and said, hey, I'm going to come over there at whatever. uh, I'm going to come over there at at 2 o'clock. And I said, I go, well, Sid, that's not going to work because I, I, I got to be at a press conference at that time. Didn't tell him what it was about. And then, um, and then, and then he, he said, well, I'll, I'll come at, uh, I'll come at 1.30 then. I'll come at 1.30. I'll meet you here. I said, that's fine. He goes, what's the press conference? I said, uh, Prince is doing his half, halftime uh, press conference. He goes, huh? He goes, well, I'd like you to – set me up to talk to him and and i'm you know trying to talk to your father on the on right. on my cell phone i think he was on a cell phone he had some hearing challenges and uh yes. he said uh he, he thinks i'm setting him up with prince like i am the third string linebacker of the bike right and uh, just a normal thursday that, appearance I, 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 I that i can do this that i can pull this off that i have the means to do that so I said, I can't do that, Sid. And he said, no, I, I, no, I like that guy. You know, I've seen him at Timberwolf games or whatever. I've seen him in different places. And, and 
I think he'd like it, you know, as your father would say. I think he'd like it, you know. And I go, I go. It's it's not going to happen. We go back and forth, and then I just finally said, I'll I'll deal up deal with them when he gets here, and explain that this can't happen. So he comes in, he gets their credential, and he says, um, "Well, I want to go. I want to go meet that that prince guy." And uh, I said, "We can't do it. We can't do it." And he absolutely did not take no for an answer, and. I don't Shocking. know what came over. I don't know what came over me, but I said, "Well, let's try." I had already been earlier in the day through the back, the back area where this was all going to happen, and um, um, Billy Joel was doing the national anthem and stuff. So I knew all these different paths we had to go back to. But now it's a couple hours later, and, and uh, unbeknownst to me, there would be a lot more security. So I said to him, I looked at him, and I said, "Hey, okay, just." you follow me and don't say a word, you know, and, you know, because I didn't want him to get in the way of this. So he, he was dressed nice, as, as he always was. He had a suit mm-hmm. and tie on, and, and, and I was wearing a suit and tie. So he had a media credential. I have a pass that can get me anywhere. So he's with me. So we get to the uh, – and, and at this point, um, I don't know what your father is, 88, 90, right in that area. Um, right there, um, yeah. And uh, he said uh, the first the first guy we go up to – um, I just, I just, you know, he, he's looking at this 90 year old and he's not even paying attention to our credentials. Pretty, pretty easy. I was thinking, Hey, we're kind of golden. And then all of a sudden there's a second checkpoint. Now it starts getting a lot tougher there. What's, what's the deal? I'm like, I know my pass is this, but this gentleman, I need to get him to this spot. He can't walk well. I need to get You know, I, I make up a few things and you know, minute or two later we're by the second one well we get to the third and final checkpoint and at this checkpoint they said nobody goes beyond here we don't care if you have an all-access pass nobody goes beyond here and um and uh um and i said i said i said sir um with all due respect the guy that's about to go on stage and the guy next to me are the two most famous people in the state of minnesota and he goes, okay, and he lets us by this checkpoint. And then uh, Prince is walking down this hall. About he's, he's about a good 25 yards from us, and he's about to take a right and go out to 1,500 media on this stage. And your father— And play the song starts, we, just, we just played. Starts, yeah, and play the song you just played. And he starts screaming at the top of his lungs, hey, Prince. And right then, your father and I have six security guys around each of us. You know, hey, what do you do? You know, it's a huge commotion. And and Prince, at the end of the hall, stops in his track and doesn't turn his body around, only turned his head around to look back at us. And he saw who it was. And then Prince turned his body around and walked all the way back to where we were and had a conversation um, with your father. Um, Obviously it's something I'll never forget. It it was (laughs) an an amazing thing. And, and the security guys were just baffled, you know, because they, you know, they don't know who your father was or myself, of course. And, and they, they, they're, you know, they're just, the, the sea kind of parted as Prince walked all the way back to us. They had a nice, you know, three, four minute conversation. And then um, 
he left to go back in there and uh, um, Sid and I went and sat in our seats and uh, listened to that music when he played it. And I just remember Sid going, this guy's pretty good. You know, he's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, the beautiful part. It is. I worked 19 Super Bowls. It's obviously my my number one at the top of my list. And there's no other stories that are even in the top 10. It's like it's so no. far above and beyond anything else. And it's it's something that, you know, I'll, I'll never forget the rest of my life. And, and you know, to this day, um, you know, even as your father passed away, he never knew how difficult this was to make happen. No. He just thought it was something that could just happen any <laughs> any time, you know. Well, as you know, he, he he knew millions, but he also at times would exaggerate how well he knew people. And from that point on, he would act like they were friends at times. We'd be having some conversation. Some prince would come up. I don't know how. Yeah, we're friends. I'm like, stop it. You're not friends. You know, don't you know we hung out together? Super Bowl? I'm like, no, Bob has told me the story 10 times. I, You weren't hanging out, you know. But, yeah, now they were the best of pals somehow after that. Yeah, a, a priceless a priceless memory and kind of part of the Super Bowl lore. And, and obviously, you know, I've been to 19 Super Bowls, and that halftime show, you know, was amazing. Uh, I mean, the actual – actual Super Bowl halftime show, not just the show he did for the 1500 media, but was, it was, you know, it was the all timer. It was, you know, how could you make it up? And, you know, the rain coming down in the middle of the, the lights, the purple lights in it. And, you know, it just was, it was truly purple rain, you know, amazing. It was almost as good as that uh, musical act you dragged me to about six weeks ago. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> favorite local band. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks for coming on. I'll talk to you soon. All right. You take care. You too. Bob Hagen. Um, Bob Hagen's gold, folks. If uh, Bob Hagen is in your life, you have a better life, and the Vikings will miss him immensely. And, again, just a great, great friend to my father. Let's pause, get to traffic and weather. We'll remind you about the two breaking stories of the afternoon And if we don't have any further information, we'll work in a little bit. Am I wrong with Dave Harrigan? Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, Dave Harrigan, what do you have first? And uh, everything's been a little thrown off time-wise just because of the two breaking stories, but we got plenty of time for Am I Wrong? Yeah, we can sneak in a couple things for you to agree on me with. That would be fine. Or agree with me on. Um, I can almost speak. Unlikely. Well, yeah, I'm going to be dead right, as, uh, as I always am. And we'll start with this, since we've talked a little Super Bowl this hour. In fact, yesterday you were talking with Jason DeRussia about what makes a great Ooh. Super Bowl party. Uh, courtside, you may know him as. Oh, that's right. Yes, courtside. courtside. Sorry. Uh, what makes a good Super Bowl party? And I was reading earlier this week that 56% of America will be having pizza at their Super Bowl party. Who doesn't like pizza? Everyone likes pizza. It's good. 
But we're better than that, America. We're better than that. The surefire way to please everyone and have a knockout Super Bowl party that everyone will be talking about the next day and congratulating on. Two words, Chad. Taco bar. Am I wrong? Oh, man, it pains me. It it just makes me uncomfortable. But, yeah, pizza at a Super Bowl party, you know what it is? Lazy. It's right. And I love pizza. I love pizza. Okay? Pizza might be on the fair tonight. You never know. To me, it's either taco bar or a chili bar. You know where you make the chili. I want some kick in it. I know you, Mr. Minnesota. No. You probably like your your chili. Your chili hot's like a zero to ten, probably one point five. No. I, I want mine around no. a seven or eight. I'm but like then, Coach Brew, I like my chili hot. You like your chili hot? Good. Yeah. But then you know what you do? You got a little guac, you got a lot of sour cream, you got the chips, you got ways to uh bring it down. So I'm gonna say you're wrong because I think a chili bar is even better than a taco bar, but taco bar is two. And again, if you're bringing pizza to, if, if you're showing up at the Super Bowl uh, party and they've got uh, pizza, say, hey, I'm going to be here, but not next year. If you tell me you're going to be lazy and just pizza, tell me you're one-time, one-time attendee. That's it. So it pained you to say I was wrong? Is that what you're saying well, that? Or you're just doing mental gymnastics? At first I was, was going to agree with you, and then the more I thought about it, I said, no, you're wrong. You're <laughs> okay, wrong. well, you know I'm Because right, chili, so chili's better. Chili better Super Bowl fair than taco. That's 100% incorrect. Chili's great, but the taco's the winner. Um, I saw out of the U.K. this week a TV commentator personality type. Oh, she drew some hate when she said children should not be allowed at weddings. How could you say something like that? You know what? Children should be allowed at weddings, but... They should be required to leave after the first few dances of the reception. And the couple getting married should get free reign for any children they feel are brats to ban from the wedding altogether. Am I wrong? Okay. Okay. So where do they go after the first couple dances? The couples who brought the kids, they have to leave also? Or are you just going to send the kids home in an Uber? Yeah, figure it out. Get a get a. Uh, you can get somebody to pick them up. Get a grandparent. Get a babysitter. You can figure it out if you really want to bring your kids that much for the for the dinner and a you know a couple little dances. That's fine. But then figure out the plan after that. You're a parent. Okay. Then the next one, just so I have this right. So let's say maybe they think the brats. Uh, let's say my house. Even though my kids were never, never a problem. <laughs> So the invite says <laughs> to Jad and Carla, but so-and-so and so-and-so are not invited? I mean, does it say it on the invite itself? Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think on the <laughs> on the invite, maybe you have, you know, different invites and you, you know, to a couple, you say, <laughs> yes, kids are welcome. To the other, you say, no kids, please. And they, you know, they have to sort it out at the reception or else they, you know, they just think the people that brought the kids, what kind of jerks would do that? Well, they can figure it out amongst themselves, but you know it's the it's the couple's special day. Make the rules. If you don't like your cousin's kids, tell them not to show up. I don't think you flesh this out enough because 
I don't flush any of this segment out enough. You don't know how to get rid of the kids. And I think if if you're going to send this invite out here, I've got to say, uh, you know, Jason and Alyssa, Sam's in, Seth is out. I mean, you got to be as precise as possible. No, I think if they're siblings, they're either in or out together. But really? what yes. if one's the cranky one and one's a great one? Well, I'm sorry. Then the cranky one is ruining everything for the great one. And let's be honest, you're not going to really miss the great one at your wedding anyway. Now you're wrong again. Kids are fun. Exactly. So let them let, let the nice ones hang out for a little bit and then get out of here. <laughs> for one dance. No, they get a couple. No. Yeah. yeah. You're over for two. You're over for two. Let's pause. Get to one more Am I Wrong? Jason, I see from the Twitter machine, is going to talk uh, universal uh, free lunches. We also discussed that. I'd be curious what Jason has to say, so check that out. You can podcast any of our shows, anywhere you get a, a podcast, sign up for Drive Time with DeRussia, our show, uh, Paul, not Paul. What's Who's with Jordana again? Who's that with? I forget. Ben. Whoever's with Jordana. Ben and Jordana, I forget that. I Who is it? Ben. Ben. Yeah, Ben and Jordana, and then Vanita, Henry. All the shows are available anywhere you get your podcast. Before we get to one last... Am I wrong with Dave Harrigan? I want to mention my friends Two Sisters Cleaning. Uh, They do a fabulous job cleaning homes and businesses across the uh, metro area. They're looking for one more person to join their team. So have a little cleaning background, want to join a great accomplished team? Here's their phone number, 952-463-8688. Again. You want to jump in with a good company, good track record, uh, good pay? Two Sisters Cleaning, 952-463-8688. All right, Dave, what do you have? We'll go quick. we got less than a minute here. Eagles will pound the Chiefs on Sunday. Wrong. you got to wait for me to say it. Wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. Well, you said short time, and nobody knows short time better than you. Uh, no, I think we're going to get a Donnie. It was premature. I think we're going to get a Donnybrook. And I think Patty Mahomes is going to affirm once again that he is the best player in football. You're just you're just caught up in Philadelphia love. Why don't you move there, in fact, Eric? Why don't you just move to Philly? What do you think of that? Give me free cheesesteaks. I'll do it. Cheesesteak is properly rated. Jason, next. Any questions about your windows, reach out to Infinity. From Marvin Windows. Enjoy the afternoon. Check us out on Twitter at Dave underscore Harrigan at Chad Hartman Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 